Giving Tuesday. Uh, you know Giving Tuesday passed already, but so what? We missed it. We made our own Giving Tuesday today on Tuesday, the 22nd of December. With nine days left to the year, we ask everybody to do your end-of-year giving this morning by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Andy Goldsmith, one of our favorite guests, is Executive Vice President of Amit, and he is here in our mobile studio at Gotta Get a Bagel. Andy, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. World Traveler, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. We missed you. <laughs> really? We, we listened. It was an unbelievable few days you had. We had an incredible guest list, met some fascinating individuals, uh, put together, I thought, some really important messages for our worldwide audience, and we're very proud of that project. Dubai was wonderful. You know, I think it's extraordinary. Uh, you know, there are so many typical community connections that we've lost or are severely crippled right now. So to join you and your team as you went to Dubai was for me just an incredible because I'm, I'm trapped here like like most everybody else we lived vicariously through you I, I have to tell you it was an astounding few days of broadcast I Thank think you. it offered immense value um, especially much. at a time like this I, th- I think that your show especially now is it's a lifeline for some and I think the value that it's bringing to all of us, uh, I, I have to say, with a Karasato from everybody, thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate that very, very much. And Miriam and I were lamenting the other day uh, about what didn't happen because of COVID. And you may recall that we had serious conversations about joining Amit for what would have been a very interesting Yom Hatzmut mission to Israel. We've done trips with you and missions with you before and had an amazing time. I can only imagine what that would have been like. That that goes in the category of stuff we didn't get to do yeah. <laughs> during COVID. Well, well, the good news is we're a 95, you know, a 96-year-old organization. We right. had planned for our 95th to have a mega mission to Israel last May, and we were planning on having a broadcast from the site where the Israel Declaration of Independence. We had gotten special permission to, to do that broadcast. And I had never done that. People thought I had been in that room. I've never been in that room. And it would have been amazing, but hopefully, who knows? Maybe we'll have an opportunity. It, it will happen, yeah. but, I, but I have to appeal to your audience. You know, um, I, I think I'm pretty well informed when it comes to Israel, but I listen to the Israel show and I learn new things. I love listening to Rev Goldwicht and, and uh, Rabbi Yudin. You know, you can listen to Charlie Harari without spending $25,000 to go on a Pesach program. <laughs> and, and Naomi Nachman is the, is the only program you can listen to and gain weight as you're listening to her talk. So I'm going to join with, with, with so many and, and be supportive of the network. Thank you very, very uh, much. Personally, but... Uh, I have to say, on behalf of the so many charities that you open the door to, with absolute generosity, uh, on behalf of them and amidst uh, 50,000 members around the world, thank you for that. Thank, thank you, you for that service much. to the Jewish community. Much appreciated. We try to do what we can. We mentioned earlier that uh, one thing that people could depend on is they will not only hear about the large 96-year-old organizations, they will also hear about small efforts that are being made, startups in our community, in the world of uh, organizational life that are making a difference. We try to bring everything to everybody. And uh, I don't know of any other address where you could tune into one show and hear such a variety of conversations about so much going on in the Jewish world. With all that in mind, everybody, please go to fjbunity.org. Andy's already contributed, as you heard him mention on the air. Uh, please do the same. Go to fjbunity.org and support us with year-end donations. You know, a lot of people give to charities at the end of the year. In fact, my friend Robert Katz... I've heard that. You heard that? My friend Robert Katz always reminds me, he says, Nahum, you would be shocked at the percentage of giving in the United States that's given in the month of December. 
So don't be bashful, folks. Okay. There are a lot of people joining you right now and being givers. Right. I, you know, in, in the Amit world, 60% of our income comes in in the last quarter of the year. I always wow. tell our, our lay leaders that we're farmers. We spend all year planting seeds <laughs> and then hope in December the stock market does okay <laughs> so we can, we can glean the harvest. <laughs> Reap uh, the benefits. Exactly. But, but thank God that's our, our supporters have not deserted us. But one thing I love about this network, you tell me about the name. Because, you know, CBS is not named after, you know, after their founder and ABC. So this is the NS and the Nachum Siegel Network. Some people would think that's an ego trip. Well, I want to tell you something. I'm glad you brought this up because the person responsible for this, she's the guilty one. And that she is responsible for this unique uh, approach to naming a network. Uh, one day, about nine years ago, I guess it was, we were actually considering, you know, now that we want to become a network, what do we call it? And Miriam Wallach, and this happens very often, by the way, she once, she once arranged a Hanukkah party from the time she thought of the idea of having a Hanukkah party till the time the invitations were out was about 14 minutes. So here, <laughs> she, she had the same approach. She had the same approach to naming our network. I know. Let's just name it the Nahum Single Network. And that was basically it. So that and, was the market it, research right, plan that and it, went into And if there was any pushback, okay. she was already on to the next topic. Like, there was no, there was no oh, pushback. Yeah. It wasn't time for any pushback. I, I sort of... I'm not, I've gotten used to it, obviously. I, people who know me, I think, were shocked that I approved of it, that it should be known as NSN, but... And so be, far, and before you knew it, you, you were wearing the shirt with Correct. the logo on it. Correct. And, and making swag with logo on it. <laughs> in fact, Andy, I, I was just handed a special shirt to give and present to you because... I hope it's extra, extra large because, because it, it has been, a, a, you know, six months of corona has added much to my friend. Well, it does say XL on it, so I guess that's oh, a good that's, start. I don't know if we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody in the Goldsmith family will appreciate it. Thank you very much. But we're giving you this shirt. Uh, it's a special shirt because we're doing it in advance of your future trip to Dubai. After listening to us, we're assuming that you already have a desire to go and visit the Arabian Gulf. So if you look, it's our special edition Dubai 2020 shirt, and some of the most oil-rich businessmen in Dubai have this shirt as well, Andy. So I actually was invited by the members of the Dubai Jewish community to come in and talk to them about what we're doing in Israel. You're not joking, um, by the way. Not joking. Wow, not joking. That's great. Um, I, you know, I, I am looking forward to going. That's uh, great. And we were even thinking of having our, unfortunately, like, like everyone else almost, I can't into Israel. Right. Um, and so I go to Israel eight or nine times a year, and our Israel staff is as effective as Zoom can be. Yep. You know, it's not as effective as it would like. So we actually may have a bunch of Jews from New York and a bunch of Jews from Israel go to an Arab country so we can meet together. Now, yep. the news may have changed that since yesterday because Israel right. is now making it a red country. Right. But um, listen, if that's, the, if that's the smallest challenge we have, then that would be wonderful. It's not. But if it was, that would be wonderful. Can I just assume you haven't been there since January? Or since January? I have not been there since this started. I've since this all started, since back all started. in March. Jason Greenblatt was the one who made the comment while we were in Dubai because we were (laughs) baffled by the fact that he had flown to Dubai for one day. And he said, I have five meetings here and I'm here to see clients. And there's so much more to seeing somebody face to face than by Zoom. And people don't get that. Zoom is not a substitute for human interaction. It's just not. It's a placeholder. But once we are able to get back into swing of things, let's, especially with a client and especially with a donor, that human interaction is so important. Well, Miriam, you know, that was one of the biggest challenges we faced and we face now with our 41,000 students in Israel. You know, what makes the Amit Network thrive 
is the personal attention that we give each each student. And when this happened in March, you know, we like like everybody in the education world, you know, this is extraordinary because this is the only crisis I've ever seen where we here in the United States and worldwide know exactly how they feel in Israel. Right. You know, usually missiles are right. falling or, right. or there's terrorist, terrorist attacks. There's empathy, right. and we feel, and we give, and we and we daven. Right? But we don't know exactly how they feel. But right now, mm-hmm. we know exactly how they feel. We know the struggle of Zoom school. We know the struggle of having two computers and six kids. Uh, we know <laughs> the, the struggle of not having a schedule. We know the uncertainty yeah. and, the, and the mental trauma that comes with it. And that's unique. But in a meet, you know, when this happened initially, we were really you know, like thrown for the loop. How do we deal with this? So within a week's time, we had charted out and mapped out for every single one of our 41,000 kids uh, a map. Where are they? Where are they holding? What are their needs? Uh, For some of our kids, uh, the needs were a computer. They didn't have a computer. Or you think in Israel, the high-tech capital of the world, they didn't have Wi-Fi. (laughs) In some cases, they didn't have food. Because, you know, the economy has gotten worse and worse. And and parents that were living on the edge are now living off the edge. Um, You know, we did some some unique things early on. Uh, In typical Israeli fashion, we didn't have enough computers. So we got special permission from the Ministry of Education. We reopened our schools for one day. We stripped them of every single computer, and we gave them to the kids. So the kids had them. Now, I was convinced when they told me, they didn't ask. They said, oh, this is what we're going to do. What do you think? They said, this is what we did yesterday. And I said, okay, so has anybody checked eBay to see if all the computers are now for sale? (laughs) Because I thought that was going to happen. But but, but it was an incredibly clever Israeli approach to how do we stay in touch with our kids in a serious way. Of the 41,000, are there a percentage that are back in school? You know, Israel is very interesting. Education in Israel is a national value. It is part of the Jewish DNA that our kids have to be in school. In the United States, it's somewhat different. We're worrying about the bars and the bowling alleys, you know, which, which I guess are important to those, those right. businesses. But there was so much pressure on the government, uh, government such as it is, and that right. changes every 15 minutes, <laughs> to, for schools to be reopened, um, that they were forced to reopen. And, you know, Israel's not a simple country when it comes to regulation. The Ministry of Health had one set of regulations. The uh, Ministry of Education had its own set of regulations. The Treasury Ministry had its own regulations, all which contradicted with each other in terms of opening schools. We were able to do it. But right now, it's a hyper-local situation. The schools have the authority to open if their local region allows them. But we've done everything that we can. Um, but some of, the, some of the actions that happened in terms of education were, were almost heroic. Um, really almost heroic. We have a youth village, Kfar Blot, which is in Petzal Tikva. On a typical day, there are 800 teenagers on that campus, 400 who live there because they can't live at home, whatever the circumstances at home. Right. Um, and then this crisis hit. So those that we could send home, this was before Pesach, right before Passover, we, we did. But then the staff began to worry about how are they doing? How are those kids doing in their homes up north and down south? So two days before Passover, some of our staff get in their cars, and they go visit these kids in their homes, see how they're doing. But this was the price they had to pay, knowing, go, knowing that going into They couldn't then spend Pesach with their own families. Correct. They had to spend Bidud, their quarantine, and there were our staff who willingly, willingly, voluntarily, they wanted, they had to get special permission to be able to do it, to give up Pesach with their family where they would spend Pesach in, a, in their bedroom and the rest of the... Who does that? You know, I remember when we sat uh, in Jerusalem and spoke to board members of yours who had flown to Israel for the mission that we did uh, back on the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem, 
how what their reaction was to the dedication of the teachers in Israel. They they becoming from the U.S. and they were used to it somewhat. Cause they had heard the stories being board members of the drove over the years, but they still could not wrap their heads around the fact of how uh, dedicated these teachers were to the students, like you just described. You know, there was there was one story. Uh, I actually spoke to the young man. It happened to we have a, uh, a school in Ramla. It's a uh, high school. It's what's called the last chance high school for students who haven't been successful anywhere else, and it really is their last chance. And for a couple of days, this, this young man didn't go to Zoom school. He didn't, you know, he wasn't on his computer. We'd given him a computer, but he didn't show up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And didn't he gets check it. In. And then on, I think this happened in two days. He wasn't there. On, on, on Wednesday morning, he gets a knock on his door with his teacher, okay, and a bunch of his friends saying, Where have you been? And he said, He was blown away. He was blown away that they actually cared enough to come to us. Now, it, it's. I don't know how much he's learning on, on, online, because online learning isn't particularly effective. Right. For maybe for 30% of the students, if you were a good student before, you're probably still a good student. And we would do well in our own day school system to say, hey, there are serious educational gaps that are developing, and let's talk about it instead of saying everything's perfect. Because it's not perfect. It's far from perfect. Um, but this young man said, wow, they care enough about me to come to these crazy people. And our teachers are crazy. And that's the difference. Our teachers are fighting to get back into the schools. In other places, they're fighting to stay out of the schools. <laughs> yeah, like the New York City uh, public school system. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk <laughs> politics. You have to draw your own. Well, I'm just telling you the. Uh, I'm somewhat familiar with it, so I know what's going on there. Um, I want to take this opportunity to thank those who are contributing uh, at uh, fjbunity.org. Again, it's fjbunity.org. It's our day of giving. You know our policy. If we miss the day of giving, we create our own Giving Tuesday. And I thank everybody who's been donating, including uh, 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 Rachie and Lee Neeran. Thank you very much for your donation. That just came through at fjbunity.org. I want to thank... Um, I want to thank... Uh, uh, listener DJW, that would be David Weintraub, a three times high donation. Thank you very much. Andy Goldsmith's here, Executive Vice President of Amit, of course, another great, wonderful organization that does so much for the Jewish world, especially vis-a-vis Israel. And uh, Andy? Nachum, I, I, you have to make the point, I think, that the biggest challenge for us is actually going to be ahead of us educationally. Because this is going to end, God willing, with whatever vaccine it ends with. But then there are going to be huge educational gaps. And how we approach that, if we approach it bravely and say, there are educational gaps. Some kids missed um, a year. Everybody missed a yeah, year. Everybody missed somewhat Everybody year, missed right? a year. So one choice is to dumb down all the exams right. and kind of, you know, give everybody a free pass. But then we're going to have a generation of dumb kids. Right. And we don't want that. Uh, but I think come, come the day after, you know, for us in Israel, here's the concern. There is now going to be... Uh, there already is, and the effects haven't been felt, a huge economic crisis. The poverty level in Israel is up by 50%. There are 850,000 households in Israel that are now living below the poverty line, which means there are problems of housing, education, right. nutrition. Um, it's just not enough of them. These kids are going to be short of everything. And the economy will open up again, but there's going to be this gap. And a kid who isn't eating properly, a kid who doesn't feel safe in their environment, isn't learning. So we don't want to have this Israel where there are two Israels. There's the good Israel, the rich Israel are doing really well, and there's the poor Israel. For us, no child left behind is a war cry. Uh, when, it, when it came to giving kids computers, yeah, we opened the schools, then we went out and bought 2,000 laptops. We didn't send out an email saying, help us raise money for laptops. We went out and bought the laptops. Um, so you know, for the year that comes, the year that ends, thank God it's over. Uh, but the year that starts again, you know, for all of us in the education community, um, 
the rubber's really going to hit the road. People don't even realize how Amit is so dedicated to the education community. It's, a, it's your primary function, frankly. This is what we do. Yeah. There are 41,000 kids who I live with, and, and in the Amit community, listen, when we say mother in Israel, our people take it seriously. They view Amit children, our supporters, as their children, yeah. for the good and the, for the bad. 100%. I thank you, Andy. Thank you for your donation. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your encouragement. And uh, thank you for being a dedicated listener who appreciates what we do. It's much appreciated. It's my privilege to be here, Nachman. It's very good to see everybody here so healthy and well. And, and if anybody doubts uh, what they need the money for, ladies and gentlemen, we're in a bagel store. Okay? This is not an operation with a lot of overhead. All right? They're working at it. Now, it isn't a very nice bagel store. Well, you said we're the only green room with an omelet station. Exactly. You that. I, but you, you also have to pay for it. That, that part wasn't added oh, in. Good point. I didn't see a complimentary <laughs> good, sign up good anywhere. Point. You're right. Um, but, but thank you, Nachman. And call a vote to you and to your to, to the whole team, uh, really, um, I'm glad you're back. It's Thank good to you. see you. Thank you so much. Andy Goldsmith, everybody, he and I and everybody, encouraging everyone out there to be part of our support system. Go to fjbunity.org. Go to fjbunity.org. Be as generous as you can and support us here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. If you have already given, during 2020, thank you. You may want to consider another donation now that it's year-end. It could be a monthly donation or a one-time donation. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. More coming up. We've got to get a bagel in Woodmere in hour number two of a five-hour extravaganza here at JM in the AM.